What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Anyway Podcast. Speaking as your co-host, Tyler, I'm here with my man, Stray. Yo. Thank you guys for rocking with us. We really do appreciate the support you guys show us. Frankly, we wouldn't be here without you guys. That being said, check us out on IG. Our Instagram is going to be NOA underscore podcast. You can find me and Trey as well. Mine is Tyler underscore Waller three. Trey's is Trey Quan underscore Park seven. All episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, check out the YouTube channel because every Wednesday we're dropping new content. So look out for that. You can also check out our TikTok as well. That's going to be NOA podcast one. And uh, let's get into it. Trey, how's your day going today, man? Um, Not too bad. Not too bad at all, bro. I watched some FIFA today. For those who don't know, soccer. Uh, the World Cup is a thing. The United States played today, so I got to watch them. Um, and really just hang out at the house with my moms, but no real main, I guess, qualms. You know? How about you, bro? Uh, man, it was a good day. Um, finally got cleared, so I don't have to use a walking boot anymore. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I'll be able to kind of just walk around in a normal shoe and just get used to doing that, really. Uh other than that, nothing, nothing really crazy today, you know? Really just continue to work. There's other work that I want to take care of. Continue to do a little bit of reading. But overall, it was a pretty good day. I really I really can't complain, man. I can't complain much. So. Yeah, I'm hoping you win this 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 fucking fantasy shit, but I can't. Bro, can't me too. I'm currently losing right now, man. You're down and by six points. You got 84. D-hop. Nine. Come through for a nigga. I'm, I'm really, I really need you to pull through. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really my I mean, listen, man, if I win, if I win, you're now in the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly, bro. I didn't think I'd make it to the playoffs. Bro, the, from the start of the se- from the start of the season, it was not looking promising for you at all. Bro, bro I lost like my first four games. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm, that might be a, like a little bit of an extra exaggeration, but like, I, but you were at one point at the bottom of the total pool. You were the yeah, worst team was, in the that league. That was last place. Point. I was last yeah. place. <laughs> and now you're pushing for a playoff contention. Like, if I win, you're now in the playoffs, man. So I'm really hoping you can – I'm hoping the Hopkins can pull through. And I know you said, like, you prefer a kid like Debo to, like, you know, not do as well. But still, like, I want, I kind of want them to get as much points. I mean, Debo low-key plays running back. So, like, listen, man, as long as Jimmy don't throw the ball to him, yeah, you know, he, essentially, can, he, can essentially. Him, he can score that way. Like, you, know, you got no problem with that. All right. All right. But topics for the day. We have a couple good ones. Um, I'll start off with the memory one. So which memories do you wish to relive or would you like to relive? Now, I was like walking to the store the other day and um, I thought about this. I don't, I, I'm sure you remember it, but this is kind of like when you first put me on Juice Row music. Ah, it was uh, okay. It was around the time when we had COVID. And... We essentially hung out together for like two weeks in your at your place. It was like essentially the, the the creation of the company when it first started. Thanks. That entire week, I'd like to just go back to because like there's a feeling I felt to that time. It is hard for me to describe, but it, a lot of things for me just felt new. Like at his yeah. music, especially, just felt new. Going through that whole process of sitting and like figuring out fucking designs and shit just felt new. And that, for me, is, like, a memory I'd like to, like, go back to and just, like, be there. Especially, like, hanging out in that apartment, bro. Because, like, nigga don't got that shit no more. Facts. I mean, bro, it really was new. Because at that point, like, now I know, like, you listen to a shit ton, like, just Juice World and Live is Unreleased Music. But then, like, around that time, you were bumping his unreleased shit like that. So, like, some of those songs that, like, we now know now by, like, heart, but, like, Jack and Jill was new to you. Like, Hypnotic yeah, was bro, new to hypnotic you. Hypnotic was shit, new. Yeah. yeah, for real. So, those are, like, I'm not, I don't know. I consider them staples, probably just because of how much I, like, like them. But when they're, when they are new, is whenever you find a new song, you know, it just hits different. And especially a new song that you know you really, really fucking like. Like, we For like real. them all the way now to this day. Like, I don't think yeah. I'll ever get tired of those songs. Exactly, exactly. Like, you play that. If you got, if you get Aux and you play that, I won't be mad. But nah. Exactly. Exactly. It. It's one of those songs that's like, I've heard this a thousand times. And I can hear this another thousand times and not be upset. Yep. Like, it's, yeah. it's a song that really don't get old type shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are good times. Um... 
you know, I feel like I don't have like one specific memory I would relive, but in this one particularly, I think I would relive like the memories I made like playing football. Mm-hmm. Those were just like fun times, man. Especially when I was obviously it was still fun in like high school and shit like that, but I feel like specifically from like sixth grade, like middle school, from like sixth grade to eighth grade. I just felt like football was just so it was just so much fun for me, man. It probably was just because I was so down in it. I think that all it also helps when like you're fucking good. Uh, but I just I just had like some some good times, man. I really enjoyed it. Like I remember in uh, I don't know if it was might have been eighth grade. Might have been eighth grade. Um I returned a kick return to the house and like it was just like so fucking nice, bro. It was the only <laughs> kick return I ever returned to the house. So just certain memories like that, you know, were fucking fun, bro. I remember in, like, sixth grade, like, niggas made it to, like, our version of the Super Bowl. We lost, but the fact that we made it to, like, the Super Bowl was kind of, like, a big deal. And I just had a lot of fucking fun just playing back then, bro. Because mm-hmm. it was just, like, there was a lot less pressure, you know, and it truly, obviously, we had plays and we had practice, but there, it was just a lot less pressure. You didn't necessarily have to watch film or break down film. You went, you practiced couple days a week and then like you really just showed up for the game and you just like played you know and it was it was just a fun fucking time man it was just a good fucking time man so i think like a lot of my football memories i relive you know i actually had a feeling similar to that today when i was watching um berkeley soccer i'm low-key surprised you didn't say soccer because of like you were talking about how you watch like the world cup today and shit like that so mm-hmm. I thought you actually might have like brought up like your soccer memories. Yeah, frankly, seeing as though you brought that up, it kind of brought it to my attention. Um, I I would definitely like to relive those moments. I I find it funny when you said you were dominant around that time too. For me as well, I was more dominant. Um, and it's it's fun when you're elite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, really it became is. less fun like when I got older because like everyone else was also good too, and it's like damn. Like, and now I'm not it's the like best. damn. This is harder than before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I wouldn't mind going back to those moments. You know, I think they were really cool. Um, I definitely had a lot more goals then, so a lot more a lot more glory at those points in my life. But. Yeah. There, there was just something specific about going back to that week for me. That was like thinking about it. And I'm like, damn, I really kind of, if I were to choose a memory to go back to, I'd go back to that. Or I'd probably go back to something where like, I was in Jamaica. So chances are, like, this was when I was like lower than 10. Yeah. You know, so I'd do something along those lines to where I might maybe go back to like my old primary school, which is like kind of like a, it's kind of like a middle school for Jamaica. Like a primary school, um, or you know I just go other, back to my old elementary school and like relive certain moments that I had there. You know, other memories I would go back to, man, and I would go back to to some of the talks we had like freshman year and like yeah, how we just used, point, to, yeah. bro, how we just to just sit in the we used to sit in the dorm, no TV on, we had a nice ass view, amazing view, and we would just sit there and like let's say we start talking three p.m. And we just talked for hours all the way to like midnight, bro. And like we didn't turn the TV on, nothing. We just sit in the room in the dark and just have like just this talk, long ass combo, bro. About I so many different things, bro. I, I relive a lot of remember. those. We gonna see. I vividly remember um, coming in, sitting down, and it was it was three o'clock. It was either three or four, and we ate some pretzels. And we just looked out the window as, as like we watched the sun go down. However, and next thing I know, I look at the clock. That shit said two, two in the morning. They we didn't were, even know, bro. Like time kind of <laughs> flew. Like it was up from from three until two in the morning, man. But it's just moments like that that the I I, I really hold them dear and. I also there, there are times where like I kind of wish we had this back then because like we at least be able to save some of those conversations. Yeah, they wouldn't have recorded though. Because bro, we had we had some amazing nice. conversations. That's the reason yeah. we're doing this. That literally is the reason we're doing this, bro. <laughs> it would have been nice to have this, and I really did enjoy freshman year. I think you really, I enjoyed all of college. Like I, I really did. I did freshman enjoy freshman year. Though. 
And I would like I would love to relive freshman year. I wouldn't even mind reliving uh, a little bit of sophomore year too. But freshman year, it was just there were so many just new experiences, you know, mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. things that like I've never tried. A lot of people who like I didn't know, obviously conversations we've had we fucking played flag football bro and that shit was fun that shit was fun that shit was fun as fuck and just a lot of those memories like the shit that we had with joe and chris and uh kevin and just the memories that we made they were fun like freshman year was one of a one of a kind like it really can't be replicated and it would be nice to to relive like just some of those experiences and shit man that's essentially the only set of years not set just that year, frankly, where the entire crew was there. That was the only year, bro. Yeah. After after everyone freshman year, everyone fucking left, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was everyone, then it dropped down to just me, you, and Kevin. And Jaden was there at one point. And then after that, Kevin and Jaden left. It was just me and you. Yeah, me and you weren't on campus. So exactly. I was like, real, so, bro. So it really <laughs> was just you. For real, bro. So it really was just you type shit. So it's it was a great time. That really was the only year, and we were it was supposed sophomore year. We were all supposed to be there. We I remember picking rooms, and we literally picked rooms. I know you were going to live on campus, but we literally sat there and picked rooms. Like, okay, it's going to be me, Joe, Kevin, and Chris. And then I just remember over the summer that when nice. we got so like we all picked our rooms, but then you know how they also send out like room assignments and shit, like in the yeah. mail type shit. Yeah. I remember like getting mine and like <laughs> Joe wasn't on there, Chris wasn't on there, like Kevin was there, but then there were like two other names I ain't know, and I was like, "Yo, who the?" I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Wasn't, the fuck wasn't happened, there also bro? a nigga named Chris? It was a nigga named Chris, but it wasn't the Chris that it wasn't we, the Chris that we. we yeah, we so know. I saw Chris, but his last name was different, and I was like, uh-huh. "All right, well, something's up." So it's crazy because. <laughs> Niggas didn't say nothing, and as soon as I got that, I was like, "Yo, like, what's up with y'all?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're not coming back." I'm like, "Yeah, you're not gonna tell a nigga." <laughs> no warning whatsoever. I will say this though: the Chris, the Chris that uh, you did end up living with, he was cool. I did fuck with him. He was he he was cool. I ain't gonna lie. He was he was type chill. Um, I remember that other nigga. That other nigga know. was weird. I really fuck with him like that. <laughs> I would. I, I, I think weird is a strong word. I don't think he was weird. I'm not. I, think, I wasn't a fan of him. I'll, I'll say I think. That. Yeah, I mean, one, he was kind of dirty. Like, nigga, just like didn't take he out his garbage. Dusty. <laughs> Your hair's uneven. You look <laughs> dusty. He was dirty. Also, he had serious anger problems, bro. I remember. I remember playing Madden with this nigga. I don't know what team I was. But he was the I Ravens. He was the Ravens. He was the Ravens, right? So I was playing Madden with him. And he kept running the ball. Like he would call it would be a pass play. He would call a hike. He would drop back. And then like he just he would um, he would even try to pass the ball. He just run the ball with Lamar Jackson. And Lamar got like fucking what? Like 97 speed. Like he's a fucking cheat code. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, bro. Like, he's torturing my defense right now. <laughs> so I literally just changed up the defensive play, and I just played, like, QB contain. So the defensive ends wouldn't allow anyone outside of him. Mm-hmm. And after that, bro, every time he gets sacked, he, and then, like, I just kept scoring on him. But, bro, the anger, like, he was so, he's like, yo, what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck? He didn't realize, like, I changed up my play yeah, call. Yeah, you changed up the play. He was like, yeah. fuck, man, this is fucking... And it hit a point, like, I don't know, it was like 21-0 or like 28-0 or something like that. He might have scored, like, one touchdown or something. I'll give him that. But then after that, he just quit. He was like, all right, bro, like, he was like, all right, man, you got it, bro. Like, you got it. But he had crazy anger problems. I'll say this, bro. It gives me a sense of pride knowing that no matter how, no matter how much I might have been losing the Madden game, I always finish them. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Not a lot of people finish. A lot of yeah, people will only. A lot, I've noticed a lot of people only finish the game if it's a close game. So if they losing, but they're only down by a couple points, like a touchdown or less, people will keep playing. But if people are getting smoked, they just give up. They're like, all right, bro, I ain't doing this shit no more. Here, and they just quit. So yeah, he was a part of that. But overall, it wasn't honestly. It wasn't that bad. And then like Cav left. So then Kevin left 
and Jaden left. And I was like, damn. Like, the crew's really... Gone. <laughs> like, completely. Like, the crew's really yeah. fucking gone, bro. And I was like, damn. That was sophomore year. And then also COVID hit. So COVID hit, and then everyone had to go home. Everyone had to go home anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so things things kind of changed. But freshman year was one of a kind. And there's a lot... Of, there's a lot of... It's hard for me to say, like, one memory. Because... I've had like just a lot of great memories over my life. That's why I said like football as well as just like damn near all of freshman year. Of course, our conversations really stood out and really, really were important to me. But all of freshman year, bro, was was honestly just fun as fuck, bro. Yeah, I mean, I can confidently say for myself that uh, I did two of the years I did the most growing as a human being was freshman year. And my senior year. Yeah. And they were both very similar being in that, like, I met new people going into places I've never been before. Mm-hmm. And I'm essentially just experiencing new things, which is really what I appreciate those years for. So, frankly, I'll, I'll even say this, speaking of memories, if I can go back to just specific memories I had in Italy, I would, without a doubt. Just I, I was just about shit. to say, because I know definitely, I mean, obviously I wasn't there for Italy, but I can only imagine the type of shit that... Um, you kind of the type of experiences you've experienced there, and like the shit that you got into. Because I know Italy was a huge, was a huge thing for you, bro. Like it, bro, it seemed to like, have like a huge impact on your life currently. It, it's just really nice having your own place and just being able to bring bitches back. It is, <laughs> bro. It fucking is. It's nice, bro. It's so fucking nice to have your so, own place. You can you do it? what you. Oh. Once you get it, it's like you don't want to give it up, man. Bro, you under, you understand exactly why, and I think Italy kind of opened your mind to it as well. You understood exactly why I love my apartment so much, bro. Because yeah, yeah, you just... can do whatever you want. You can have whoever you want over. Mm-hmm. You can stay up as late as you want. You no one's going to say shit to you. No one's going to say shit to you, bro. You can do whatever you want. It's so nice having your own place. Even like in college, when um I know we shared freshman year, but sophomore year I had like my own little single type shit. Like, it's mm-hmm. just nice. Like I could do what I want. Anyone could come over. I know one weekend I left and was like, here, bro. I gave Dad, you like yo, the keys. Bro, that shit meant so much to me. <laughs> shit you not. Cause it gave me a break too. Just the whole weekend. I just got to chill, just play some Madden, eat some pretzels, be happy. Facts. And I was like, here, I was like, bro, like just don't break anything. Do what you want, bro. I was like, you can eat whatever food I have, bro. Eat some pretzels type shit. And it, it's it's just, it's nice. So, like, it, it's great. And I know you mm. having that shit at Italy was, was probably yeah. amazing. Because also, the experiences and shit that you got into in Italy also yeah. probably played a role and helped that you had yes. your own place during during that yes. time, right? Yes, without a doubt. Because I, I, I could probably say I, I I at least capitalized off of having my own place. For real, nigga. Oh, like, I, me... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just sit there by myself, brag. I actually used it. It's like, let me make the most out of this uh, situation, bro. I don't know when this is going to happen I'm again. I'm going to get something like this again. <laughs> I don't know when I'll have this opportunity again, bro. So I'm going to take it and run with it as far as I can. I will say this. As much as I achieved over there, I learned some, I learned some valuable lessons. And Damn. frankly, it was you who pointed this out to me. And I think about it every now and then, but I just didn't know. Whenever a girl's like, bro, not tonight, that really wants you, bro, you should still go it's anyway. A te- it's just a test. It's just a test. It's you just should still test. go anyway, bro. It's just didn't know that test. at the time. Didn't know that at the time. Yeah, Brody. I'm ha- I say this. I'm happy that, okay, you might have fucked up, but I'm happy that I told you it. And then basically you you capitalized on said moment. So at least it wasn't mm-hmm. completely in vain type shit, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. After you told me, bro, and it came up again, like I did not make that mistake twice. Yeah, man. But I, at and least I at least fixed the issue. I think I just in my situation, I think I just got I found I think I just kind of got like lucky because I was told that when I was already at her place. 
He was like, nah, nah, not tonight, not tonight. Like, we could just, like, chill or whatever. I was already there, mm-hmm. so I was like, fuck it. I'd already made the trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I might as well just chill, and it worked out. I was out. an hour away. <laughs> exactly. You were an hour away, so as soon as she was like, I ain't trying to do nothing tonight, you were like, ah, I'm not going to make that hour trip. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Facts. But, hey, man, I think I think it worked out. In the end of the day, it worked out, and... It's crazy now because I know we're only 22 and we're going to make so much more memories and, and we have so much more of life to experience. But there are definitely like just certain memories for both of us that really sticks out that we that would kind of be nice if we did have the opportunity to go back and to relive them and kind of experience them again. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely say something. I'm definitely fucking say something. I got a question for you. Go ahead. You're a man, right? I would like to think so. Yeah, I'd like to think so too. In your opinion, <laughs> in your opinion, what do you think it means to be a man? Um, you know, I've been I've been trying to like think about this. This uh, huh. um, honestly, I think the first thing that does come to mind in terms of being a man is just being able to provide. Mm-hmm. Not only. Yeah, like for yourself or also like for your family. So I know some men, they never actually have a family in terms of like a wife and kids. I think regardless, you need to be able to provide for yourself or for your family. That's the first thing that pops up. And I also think you don't have to be like a millionaire or rich to provide for your family, you know? Uh, you know, my father, I mean, I I, I live a very blessed life. I'm not going to act like... uh I'm extremely dirt poor, but I'm also not extremely fucking rich. Like we do also do have our struggles and, you know, my parents are not rich by any means, but you know, my dad really, he provides for this family. Like every single day he fuck around, he goes to work every day. He works. If he has to do overtime, he does overtime. He don't complain about it. He's like, all right, well, I got to work late tonight. Tonight I'm not coming home because I got to work overnight. I got to work a double. And He's been doing that shit ever since I was, like, ever since I could remember. He always works damn near every day, you know, damn near six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. Sometimes I don't see him because he's he's working overnight. And he's mainly doing that really just to provide for his family because he know, okay, I got three kids I got to take care of. You know, I got a wife that I got to take care of. And just seeing that, that's why I really think a man is and what it kind of means to be a man. I think first and foremost, you really got to provide for said family, especially if you have a family. I think you really have to be able to provide. I think that's that's the huge thing. And that's one thing every man should be able to do. Even if you split bills with your wife, that's fine. That's cool. But as a man, you still got to be able to provide for your family and, and to bring home money and make sure that your family is safe and to take care of your family. That's like one of the main things that I think of every time someone's like, yo, what does it mean to be a man? I think first thing that comes to my mind is you have to be able to provide. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I would also add the addition of um, being a protector. Yeah. I think that is an important aspect to have as a man. Um, Frankly, I'll just shoot off the list. You got to be able to provide. You got to be protected. I think a, a major thing that uh, a lot of us young guys, we also got to learn how to do, because I don't think you're automatically this. You have to know how to be a leader. You know? Yeah, um, not everybody is a born leader. Some people, exactly. you got you to gotta learn how to be a leader. Exactly, exactly. And I think it kind of goes through trial and error uh, for a lot of people. Um, ideally, what you want to do is learn that from your father. But if you don't have a father out there, you kind of just kind of got to go through the motions of figuring out. I think also, I mean... I'm blessed enough to grow up with a father, but I think also you could kind of learn just by watching other great men, you know, mm-hmm. watching other mm-hmm. great leaders. I think that will also kind of help them. you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you might not have a father in order to see it maybe firsthand, but either people who are, I guess, like established and famous watching them, I think it kind of help you learn to be a leader. Also, just throughout your life, you know, if you meet an older man, you can talk to him and figure that shit out. So, like, I work with an older man, and I kind of pick his brain on certain things, too. Like, just because. I'm like, you never know what he could teach me, you know? You're fucking 
you're pushing 70. Like you you done been through some shit, nigga. So yeah, you clearly you, know something. You clearly have more experience than I do. Exactly. And I'm like, from the looks of it, you look pretty successful in terms of your life and at least what you're doing. Yeah. I think you can also watch it be watch someone and learn how to be a leader. I think also what's good that all men should learn how to do is uh I think um great men really know how to control their emotions. Mm-hmm. And tough one to do though. That is a very hard one to do, bro. It is hard. Um especially men, they're they're more prone. It's hard for anyone to control their emotions, but just speaking for a man's point of view, um, because of testosterone, we're more prone to being aggressive and we're more mm-hmm. prone to kind of be angry and kind of snap at certain things. And it kind of takes a lot to sometimes just like bite your tongue and know like, you know what? I'm not going to say something here because it could lead yeah, to some of the time type shit. It's not the but time. I do think a good man is able to control his emotions and know when it is when he should react, when he shouldn't react. Also, I think controlling your emotions goes hand in hand with just being good under pressure. True. I think if like, especially if you with your girl, with your family and some shit pops off, if you start bugging out, everyone else is going to start bugging out. Everyone else is going to start bugging out, bro. Yeah. But at least if you keep cool and other people kind of start bugging out, but if you're able to keep cool and everyone sees that you're calm, that still kind of brings a sense of calmness amongst everyone. Because everyone's like, okay, well, he's not bugging. Maybe things might not be as bad. Even if shit really is bad, at least if you don't show it and you're able to kind of just keep cool, that kind of spreads amongst the people and amongst your family. Mm -hmm. And that's very attractive to people. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, it really, it really is. I think we might have talked about that like on a recent podcast too. Possibly, I, just, I really don't remember. Like you said, like yeah, we've talked about so many things now at this point. Yeah, for real. We kind of go over the same things a couple this shit, times. This shit, episode sixty-eight, bro. After a while, you kind of lose track of the shit you be talking. <laughs> Every now and then, some things are going to correlate with the other ones. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I think if you're a leader and if you're the type of person who takes charge. Those types of qualities is very attractive, especially if you can keep calm under specific scenarios and circumstances. If you're in a stressful situation, everyone else is bugging out, but you're like, yo, calm down, we got this. That'll that'll make me sweat. I'm quite positive. (laughs) I have a question. Um, So we just listed, and obviously there's a bunch more qualities that we can list off, but we just listed off some qualities, right? Do you think it's hard to cultivate said qualities as a man? Without without determination, consistency, and I want to throw motivation in there as well, but I think if you have consistency, you'll be fine. Um, mm-hmm. Without those things, I don't think you can. Because the, the, the types of things that create a leader and the types of things that create someone who's calm under certain situations and a provider like you kind of have to you, you have to like practice those qualities daily mm-hmm. I don't think you can be a leader in every scenario I think um, because you're not always especially as a young guy us young guys we haven't been through every scenario that we would have to lead in so in order for us to gain experience to then go and lead in the future, depending on whatever we're going to do, we kind of have to continually practice just leading in general. So whether that be taking charge in a specific situation, you know, maybe you don't really need to take charge of it, but like you want to get a little bit of practice in it, so you take charge of it. I'm very natural with it where like if I'm around a group of people and like we need to get shit done, I'm more likely to take charge mm-hmm. compared to someone else who's more likely to be a little bit laid back. But that's just my personal personality with it. So, like, I know my leadership skills would be much better than the average 22-year-old's leadership skills because I actively um, try to use it. Now, if I didn't actually do so, didn't actually practice it, um, it wouldn't be that good, just like my social skills. I think my social skills are quite good. That's just because I enjoy talking to people. Now, if I didn't talk to people, my social skills wouldn't be good at all. And then I 
that practice that you kind of need in order to get the nerves out of your system in the first place, it wouldn't be there. So, yeah, I think um, I don't think you can gain all of those overnight. I don't think you can gain all of those just by doing one or two things. I think you kind of have to. Um, I, I think you kind of gain it through experience over time of like you just growing up as a man. You know, frankly, I have to agree. I do think these are all. Um, they're obviously achievable qualities because obviously there are men out there who have done this. I do think they are they are um, somewhat difficult to achieve, and you really do have to want to to get there. You can't you can't just like stumble across it type shit. I definitely think it's something that you have to want and have to to practice. And I truly believe it takes time. Like I like you said, I don't think this is something that will happen overnight or that even can happen overnight. And I do think it takes it takes time to get there, and that's why. I believe it just takes time to build great men, you know? Everyone assumes now, like, they're already a great man. Like, if you ask somebody, like, yo, are you great? You you a great man? Nine out of ten, if you ask a nigga that, he gonna say yes. Like, regardless of the age or some type shit. Because everyone just, just believes that. But, but in reality, it takes a while for a great man to kind of build himself, you know? Because you can't expect... I mean, maybe some 22-year-olds, but you really can't expect a 22-year-old nigga or a 20-year-old nigga or a 24-year-old nigga to be a fully developed, like, man. Because a lot of times it just takes experiences to go through that. And, you know, some people have to grow up faster than others. So maybe that's why maybe at the age of 22 or at 25, they're already there because they already went through certain experiences. But I think a lot of a lot of men now, they haven't went through said experiences in order to really develop, okay, how to be cool under pressure, okay, how to be a good leader, how to be able to provide, how to be able to protect, how to realize that this shit is bigger than just me, that is about, you know, the other people and the people that I love. I think it just kind of takes time and experience to really be able to cultivate said skills before you're good at them and before, you know, you can really label yourself as, like, you know, a great man. Do you think adversity in hard times is necessary to yeah. become a great man. Yeah, without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt, because that's the only shit that. To be honest, that's the only shit that builds you. Like, if if every day was easy, if everything you did was easy, you had no type of adversity. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't need to build such skills, man. Like, how do you become cool under pressure? Well, you get thrown into situations where pressure is high, where like shit is shit is real. That's the only way you're going to get good under pressure. You know, it's kind of like what you were saying before. Why are you good at socializing with people? Because you practice, because you go and you talk to people. If you never socialize with anyone, you would never, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be good at it. So the only way is to go through adversity. So how do you become better under pressure? Well, you get put in under pressure situations. How do you become better at being calm? You got to get put in the situations that aren't really that calm and now focus and practice being calm. How do you become a good leader? Well, you have to be put in a situation where you have to lead. And there's going to be a time where you don't know how to lead, but you're going to have to be put in that situation in order for you to now learn how to lead. And it just takes time and time and just repetition in order to get there. But if, if every day was easy and you really had no challenges in life, you want to, you know, they're, there'd be no way for you to develop set skills to become a great man or to become better because there'd be no need, bro. If life was easy, there'd be no need to develop any of these skills, bro. Cause you already know life is light. Like if there were no bad situations that happen, there'd be no need for me to become good under pressure because nothing bad is going to happen. So why the fuck do I need to be good under pressure? You know, everything is cool at all times. So I do think you do need that adversity. You do need those tough those tough times in order to really be able to build yourself mentally and become strong enough in order to really grow as a person. You know, there's a quote, and I don't want to get it wrong because I'm trying to search it up, but there's a quote that uh, it has to do with being a strong man and being a good man. And, and I think it goes, good times... Strong men create good times. 
and in good times create weak men. Yeah, I heard that. And I think it, and then it goes like weak men creates hard times. I want to get it wrong, so I'm trying to search it up. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like weak men create hard times, and then like the hard times create strong men type shit. But it's the truth. Like you kind of gotta be. Hard times creates strong men. Strong, strong men create good times. Good times creates weak men, and weak men create hard times. You like kind of gotta go through the adversity in order to become like a good man, a strong man, you know, especially if you want to be that for like your family, your friends, and one yourself. Um, There have been multiple times where I purposefully put myself through adversity, sometimes needlessly, so I try not to do it too often. But um, if I think it's an opportunity that I can possibly grow in, um, I, Mm -hmm. like I've put myself in, in situations where I've had to lead when I really didn't need to, yeah. you know? And a lot of people be like, but I would never put myself on the spot like that. And I'm sure that's something like a lot of people would do, but I guess the aspirations that I have, I have aspirations of running like a very large business, a very large company. You kind of have to lead that. You got to learn how to manage 20 people at once. Yeah. You got to learn how to like time manage mm-hmm. and you can't gain that by sitting in the background. You know, I'm the type True. of person that kind of like to sit in the background. I really don't like being center of attention. I kind of like to be the, the guy. Uh, if, if I had a choice, instead of being a DJ, not a DJ, instead of being a, a, a rapper, I'd be the nigga making the beats. The engineer. Exactly. You know? But, like, in the way how life works, especially in regards to just trying to be a man, you can't you can't always be at the back foot. Sometimes you need to be up front. And that's how you kind of have to lead. If you're a true leader, I think you've got to lead from the front. For real, man. For real. Like, you lead from the front. I think your men respect you. The people who you're leading respect you type shit, you know? For real. And I'd say so. I know you don't have to, but I do think it's smart that you do at times. Of course, not every single fucking time, but I do think it's smart at times that you do put yourself in in said adversity. You know what I mean? Because I also mm-hmm. think you're just preparing yourself for who you want to be, you know? You want to be a great man. You want to be a great leader. Well, you got to practice somehow. Yeah, and exactly. Sometimes in order for you to practice, you got to kind of take that initiative yourself and put yourself in that in that situation. Because also, if you think about it, if you don't put yourself in that situation, who is? Who else is going to put you in that spot? Exactly. Because no one else knows what you want. And also, no one else is going to necessarily do the things that are going to be the best for you. Some people will. Of course, the people that you, the people who love you and who truly want to see you succeed. But not everyone wants that for you. So some people might not put you in that leadership position because they might not want to see you flourish. But because you want to flourish, you kind of got to take that initiative and be like, hey, like, I'm going to take this shit by the reins. I'm going to be the one to kind of be in the spotlight and take over because I want to kind of get practice so I can become that good leader. I can become that great man. So I think it's smart that you do that, bro. And, some, you know, it's like the saying, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You got to also put yourself in uncom- those uncomfortable situations, uncomfortable man. Situations. Yeah, of course, of course. If you don't, no one else will. And of course, there'll be times where it kind of just happens naturally, where it kind of just kind of falls on you and you got to like, okay, I got to fix this shit. But it's not always, that's not always going to be the case. You know, sometimes you got to kind of just take the opportunity and just take the situation by its reins and be like, listen, nigga, I'm taking over. And You know, that's what it is. I think it is smart that you do that, bro. That's the only mm-hmm. way you're really going to grow. And that's only that's only going to benefit you. You know what I mean? Because you, you're you just going to learn from what happens. Even if, God forbid, even if you fail, you're still going to learn from what the fuck happens. Yeah. yeah, you still learn from that situation. I think it helps, too. Like, you know, we're both very young. So this is the time where we kind of can fuck up. This is the time where we do use this time to learn, you know? We don't want to be just learning this shit at fucking 40, nigga. Like, true. I would very rather true. learn it now when... I guess like the stakes are low. I don't really have any dependence. And this is the time where I really should be learning. So by the time I do get 40, like I already have my shit in order. 
I'm already mm-hmm. ready to go. I already know what's up. I'm already like, okay, I know how to lead. I know how to how to provide for my family. Experience. Exactly, exactly. So, but there's no better time than now. I mean, we're both young as fuck. There's no better time than right now to like learn and to figure this shit out. It's true. It's true. I want to go back to to something real quick because I have a question about that. We talk about emotions and like trying to control and shit. Do you think it is good for a man to display his emotions to his girl, i.e., like crying, being all sad and shit for her? And shit yeah. like that? You know, I saw a video about that today, and the video was like, it was two females and a nigga, and the nigga was like. He said he would never cry in front of his he would never cry in front of his girl. Because like that like displays weakness. And like one of the other girls was like, Oh, you should be able to cry, like it's no big deal. But then the other bitch, she was like, Well, I think like biologically speaking, whatever. Like it's not actually good for a man to show his emotion in front of his girl. Because like even though she loves him, I think like biologically or something, they might actually start like thinking less of you. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See, I think this this is a sticky one, and I I do truly believe it depends on the girl. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, but I think majority. If I had to lean toward one way, I would definitely lean toward just not showing your emotions in front of a female. Now, listen, I've never cried in front of a female. I don't think I've actually cried in front of every like anyone. Obviously, since I was like a baby, of course you would, like cry in front of like your parents and shit. But I don't think I really cried in front of anyone. But Definitely with my ex, I, like, showed, she wanted me to show more of my emotions, so, like, I did, and I didn't cry, but I definitely just showed a little bit more of my, like, um, like, I guess, the negative side, so maybe not always being as positive, but maybe, like, show her more of when I was sad on my sad days and stuff, like, trying to hide it, and, like, shit like that, and, like, I'm not going to say that was the reason why we broke up because it really wasn't. There was there was a lot of other factors that played into it. But that definitely didn't help. Like, her seeing me, like, down bad and hurt, like, didn't help. And, like, she already didn't try to do some shit to really help me. Like, I was, it's like I showed her my feelings and, like, nothing changed. It's like I'm better off just keeping this shit to myself and just figuring out myself than, like, telling you, you not helping me. And now you... Like think I'm a bitch type shit because I'm yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah, I was yeah. better off just like you know telling this shit to the hobie and keep it pushing. And that's what the nigga in the video was saying. He was like, "If I'm gonna cry, I would just cry to my niggas." Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's like, "I would just cry to my niggas because like regardless, they still gonna be there for me. They not gonna think anything different of me because of that. Like they gonna understand the pain I'm going through." I don't necessarily think it's the best to show your emotion in front of a girl. Now, listen, there are some females that actually are able to kind of help their nigga. And there are certain times where there are plenty of stories where niggas have lost everything and have been, like, down bad. And their girl, like, stayed with them through that, helped them become better. And then while they were up, their girl was still with them through all of that. So I'm not going to sit here and say every female you shouldn't do that. I think it's kind of case by case, but. I don't necessarily think it's best to kind of cry in front of a female because I do think it shows weakness and they're not going to say it, but I do think it, they kind of will think differently of you a little bit after the scenario. Uh, what do you think this, about it? You, uh, the video that you watched is very much correct. Um, I don't think I don't think you should show your emotions to your girl. I think you should not keep it to yourself. Uh, I agree with the nigga. I cried for my boys before I cried for my girl. <laughs> well, for bro. real. Because for at the end of the day, real. I know they won't leave because I cried. She will. There's a very, there's much about, there's a higher chance. Actually, I can't say all women, but there's a higher chance your girl will leave you because you cried compared to your, your niggas leave you because you cried. Yeah, for real. You know? I, I, um, I agree with that statement. They can't, they can't handle the idea they don't understand our hardships. Men, yeah. the hardships men go through and the hardships women go through aren't the same thing. So you trying to explain to her your problems, she really not going to get it. No. It's not the same. So it, you're better off You're better off going to your guy friends who actually have those issues, who actually have, possibly even have like, maybe even the solutions or advice to give on said topic mm-hmm. compared to going to 
your girl or just girls in general because they can't they really can't give you the advice that you think you might need especially those specific moments trust me i've done it before i've tried reached out to bitches i have i've given it a shot that's the only reason i'm able to really talk on this the way i'm talking on it it has it's it's been years of one thinking hearing what the lady's saying oh we want you to share your emotions with us you know the soft side this that the other like all right fine Every girl I have done that with, this shit don't work. Has left because of because of some reason or the other yeah. correlated with that. And every yeah, time bro. I haven't done that, every time I was like, bro, I'm gonna just talk to my niggas about it. Every time, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna cry in front of you. I'm gonna either cry to myself or cry for my boys. They've always stuck around. For real. So, yeah, man. If I'm gonna put all that together. If there's any advice I can give you, young guys, is just keep that, keep it to yourself, or tell it to your boys. Because as much as we love our girlfriends, they just don't get it. Yeah, they're not gonna understand it the way we do. They're not gonna feel it the way we do. They don't mean, and there's no malintent by it. They don't hate us. No, nah, they just nah. don't understand it like we do. They just I think don't get it's it. just. And that was like one of the things in the video. Like the dude, he was explaining it. He wasn't even upset. He was just like, he was like, I understand. He's like, it's just, it's just, it's just what it is. It's just like kind of yeah. like female nature and it's male nature. nature. It's just, it's all it is. It's just, it's, just it's just what it is. And you know, I did it with my ex, and it didn't work. I've done it with um, females. Like thinking if I opened up to them, like I would get with them. So like I wasn't with them, but they would say like, oh, I like it when men like open up and all the other shit. So like I like kind of did that and showed them like my softer side and tell them about certain pains I was going through, and like that shit didn't work either. Like I got nothing at all. So I was like, well, fuck. Like why? I got nothing at all. Now this bitch knows like my demons. Facts. It's like fuck, bro. And I think what plays a part of it too. I mean, like, listen, man. A part of being a man is you have to be strong and. When you show that side of you, it's like you're showing when you show that side of you to a female, you're not being strong. You know, they want a strong man, a nigga who could take care of a family, who could hold shit down. And when you show said emotion, it kind of just shows that you're weak, you know, not mm-hmm. saying you are actually weak, but you are yeah. showing weakness. And because yeah, you're yeah. showing weakness, she doesn't view you as that strong man that you once were. You're now a little bit weaker. I'm not saying you now are a bitch, because you know we all go through problems. We all go through hard shit. So of course, of it's course, understandable. But kind of just due to our human nature, you now look weaker compared to a man who she never seen cry before, and who kind of just embodies just being strong all the fucking time. So if you compare the two, she's always going to pick the dude who just seems strong all the time compared to the dude who seems strong. 95% of the time and then 5% he might be hurt and I think it's just I think it's what it is I think it's just human nature I think it's female nature and I also just think it's a part of male nature I think that's also a part of being a man that we didn't kind of uh, cover it's just like you gotta be strong you have to be mentally strong I think physically strong is, is huge too but like you gotta embody strength like you have to like, there's no way around it and showing your emotion to your girl you don't look as strong as you once did before you started to kind of open up, you know? You know, it's it's a, it's a shame because we kind of live in a culture of weakness now. Yeah. You know, um, I'm pretty sure... I heard stats somewhere where it was like, yo, our, our testosterone levels are lower... Than, than, than ever before. Than ever before. Yeah, you know? man. And it's a shame because, like, we're... I've seen multiple videos ads just like shit on tv just pushed into media of it's okay to be weak it's okay to be this and and it's it's like correlated towards men yeah, like man. it's it's all, it's all right to be weak i don't think i don't think that's something it's 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 good to to be telling especially young men who are very impressionable it's like no we need you to be strong we need you to be the strength of a nation yeah you know, we're a very fucking important demographic. We kind of decide how our fucking country is going to go for the next 50, 60 years. And having a whole bunch of weak men doesn't bode well for us. 
Nah, it makes it, things as worse. A, as a guy, honest. it's just it's a it kind of saddens me to see it. Because listen, man, this country that I was born in, I know a lot about. I know a lot of the history of this country, and I can probably say I'm American. Like you know what? I really enjoy the country that I'm a part of. You know, we're cool peoples. You know, we might have a dark past with the whole slavery shit, this, that, and the other. But like, no one's perfect. I get it. This shit just pops off, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro, like everyone wants their team to be doing well. Everyone wants their team to be doing well. I'd like to see America doing well. And in order for America to do well, we need strong young men and women to raise the next generation of Americans. And you can't do that by portraying this this effort of sadness all the time, by portraying this effort of being weak all the time, that's portraying this effort of not being able to control your emotions with this whole cancel culture shit and, and being a snowflake or however the fuck people are saying it these days. It's like, why, why must you react so negatively to criticism? You know, a lot of people do. <clears throat> and this is kind of like why I appreciate me going to architecture school because bruh i heard criticism every day yo they be wanting on you niggas bro Bruh, ain't gonna lie every day <laughs> like they be they be they really they be giving you the real harsh truth like they be telling they don't you the care. truth like they don't if your care, shit sucks bro. they will straight up be like they will your call you but i've seen i'll never forget this i watched a professor question why a girl came to the school He's like, yo, why are you here? He's like, are you taking this seriously? Like, why'd you why'd you show up today? And we were all shook. But it's like, yo, you gotta understand. He don't mean that to be like disrespectful. He means it to be like, yo, you need to get your shit together. Yeah, it's supposed to light a fire under your ass to get your shit exactly. together. Not exactly. necessarily, not necessarily get you in your feelings and now you want to quit. Exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of us, a lot of us, we 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 have this this thing of oh you hurt my feelings so now like it's your fault I feel the way I do, but like mm-hmm. that's just how life works. You are gonna get your feelings hurt sometimes. It's just it's what it is. Just don't take it at it's it kind of kind of goes back to some things that we sp- sp- we talked about in the last show. Like don't worry about shit you can't fix. Somebody say some shit to you, all right, nigga. Okay, and move on with your life. Yeah. Also, you know? to kind of go with that. And, you know, also, this kind of also goes, like, with the architecture shit and people just being, like, critical. You ever just think that someone criticizes you? You ever think that they're just right, though? Like, you might not want to hear the shit they're saying, but, like, maybe they're right. Maybe, yeah. like, your shit does suck and you should get your yeah. shit in order. Yes. But it's just sometimes it's just the harsh truth, you know? Sometimes someone might be, be just being a dick, but a lot of the times it's just, like, you know, like, they're right like that that's that's the truth of the matter whether you want to hear it or not like that that's true like it is it is what it is so you ever just think like sometimes i think because we live in the world that we do live in now everything someone says to you that's negative is an insult or it has to be taken personally like mm-hmm. you know maybe they're correct about what they're saying and you maybe really do need to get your shit in order and get your shit together and figure out how to get things done you know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me and Trey are very honest with each other, and it just—it is what it is. When one of us fucks up, we we let the other person know, and it's not out of the other person trying to belittle belittle the other. It's just out of I care about you, and I want you to do better. So I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it. If one of us fucks up, the other one lets the person know. We accept and we keep pushing, man. And, and now we have a very hard time of doing that. And I think that kind of goes into what you were saying and the point you were making of just people being weak and that agenda being pushed on men and really just society as a whole of just weakness and it's okay to be weak and when someone says something bad to you you have to take it personally and you have to snap back that other like you know someone could criticize you and be right about their criticism and you gotta take it man exactly i think um a lot of us we take it way too personal um way too personal but you've given me some tough advice you have, without a doubt. Advice that I knew, like deep down, like I know I needed to hear it, but it hurts hearing it. Like I never go forget in Italy, he said some shit to me, bro. Damn near almost in tears. 
but like nigga had to hear it and it's advice it's it's and it's a big reason as to why i appreciate your friendship because it's advice that you need to hear i don't need yes men around me yeah yes men not gonna get you places no having the person to be there like yo bro like i see better for you don't be doing this like i can i see you going this direction here don't do this you know you never know it could fucking save your life it could. it could really save your life. A lot of us know there are things that we're messing up in life that we know we're we're doing it. And then when someone calls us out on it, we get upset. We get upset because they're calling us out on something that we did. We don't like that. So it's like, come Damn. on, man, for for the benefit of you. So it's at least for the benefit me, of you, you're right. I try to. I very much do my best not to take uh, things personally. Um, architecture has helped me with that a lot. I also try to uh, understand where the person's coming from. So if they're talking to me, if they're telling me some shit, um, I'll just sit back and be quiet for a little bit, let them talk. And whatever I can possibly take away from that conversation, I do my best to do it. So at least next time, like, I don't have to go through I don't have to make those same mistakes again to have to go through another conversation like that. Fair, man. It's very smart, man. That's a great way to look at it, to be honest. And we are getting to the time where we're getting to the end of the show. And around this mm-hmm. time, we usually give some type of advice. So, Trey, do you have any advice you would like to give give to the viewers? Um, Give me a second to think about something real quick. Yeah, you're good. Um, I'll go. I think one more, and the advice I'll give is kind of like another point that I think is very important in terms of being a man, and it kind of goes with the whole criticism thing that Trey was talking about. And I think as a man, you just, you got to take accountability for the shit that goes on in your life. Don't, because someone criticizes you, don't just take it personally, and don't just assume that the other person is incorrect, you know? There's a reason why you're being criticized. Don't get me wrong. There are people who are just evil and who really just want to bring you down. So, like, there, there is that aspect of it. But you got to take accountability for the shit that goes on in your life. You got to take accountability for the shit that's happening around you, man. If someone really is criticizing you or your life is really going shitty, you can't blame others about the reason you can't blame others because your life sucks you can't blame others because people are telling you you're doing something wrong take accountability for your life and be like this is my life i'm the only one who can really change this fucking life and then do what you got to do to change it you got to take accountability for your life you got to take accountability for the things that you do i try to practice I try to practice this and I really just try to practice everything that happens in my life is because of me. So I take the good with the bad. So all the good things that happen in my life is because of me, but also all the bad things that happen in my life is because of me. And I accept it and I take accountability for everything that happens in my life. And I think as a man, you need to do that. Take accountability for everything that happens in your life. And I think once you take accountability for shit that happens in your life, your life will get better because now since you take accountability, you're going to now start making smarter choices. You're going to start moving differently. And I think also you just, it helps you really accept things that happen in your life. Some shitty happens, accept it. It's your fault. Keep pushing. You don't have to necessarily get hurt about it. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up. We all have times where life sucks, accept it. And you just keep pushing. But as a man, you really should take accountability for your life and not blame others for the shit that happens in your life, good or bad. So I think that would be uh that would be my advice for today. Pretty good advice. Um, I would say one, don't shy away from constructive criticism. If uh if someone's giving you advice on something that you can possibly improve, take the time to actually listen to them and try to um especially if it's advice that's worthy. Um mm-hmm. try to incorporate that into your day to day life. Um also I don't think us as men, we should shy away from adversity. Uh, don't go out of your way to put yourself into a position that will be detrimental detrimental to you for adversity, 
But if it is a situation to where you could possibly learn from it, you can possibly gain uh, valuable experience that you can end up mm-hmm. using in the future. Uh, as difficult as it might be, I think it will be very um, helpful to you if you were to put yourself in that position in regards to just like being a leader, being a provider, even being a protector. Like, you know, just think that is something that as a man, you kind of have to tackle one way or another. So you might as well do it while you're young compared to trying to figure this shit out in your 50s. So that's my advice. Frankly, that's really good advice as well. So thank you guys for listening. We really hope Appreciate that, you. you know, we were able to like help, help. you guys if, if we could, or even if this was entertaining to you, either way, we really hope that we were able to touch someone and help someone. And we really do appreciate you guys for listening to us and for rocking with us, especially if you made it all the way to the end. So thank you guys so much. Check out the Instagram. The Instagram is going to be NOA underscore podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. Just type in NOA podcast. We're the first thing that pops up. All episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Also check out YouTube in order to in order to watch the Wednesday show that drops just exclusively on YouTube. You can find us on TikTok as well. That's going to be NOA Podcast 1. Once again, thank you all for listening. Y'all take care. Have a good one.